Welcome back to pod number three for the 515 Express. Uh, we got some we got some exciting news. We got our first guest. Um, this guy went to college with us. Uh, he was a football player in college. Um, hard to believe he probably would have been a better basketball player in college. That's just the athlete we're talking about here today, folks. Um, the guy has a master in sports, um, but he but he's just a master of everything. Um, he's a hell of a basketball guy. He's got really good insight into basketball. Our first guest, Mr. Adam Rose. What's up, gentlemen? Thanks for having me today. Oh, it's great to have Rosie. you here, Rosie. 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 And I will say one thing before we start. I am especially excited to be here today because the amount of Iowa bias I had to hear in the first two podcasts was a little ridiculous, and I've never seen four gentlemen drool over a transfer quarterback more in my entire life. <laughs> One who I might admit got benched at his last stop. So to he did get bring a different perspective to this pod, I'm especially excited to do. But we, again... We, Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. You, ma- you ma- wait. Hold on. You mastered in business administration. Is that right, Rose? Sports I, I management. Thought, I thought it was sports management. Business administration at Baker. Where was the business administration mate, uh, masters? Thanks, Ben. Yeah. Okay. We appreciate, appreciate it, this, but I'm Rose. excited to be here. Yeah, we 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 are so excited to have you. We needed uh, we need to be humbled a little bit. We were getting a little carried away with some Hawkeye stuff. We had to definitely even keel this, and you know, it's it, we're just. We needed that, and we needed to, to have you on, and we're just excited to, to hear your insight and definitely get some uh, college basketball talk later on. Oh, we're getting to some college basketball. Um, so, we uh, pretty good listening on the second pod. Like we said, we're kind of getting back into the swing of things. I think we got a pretty good process down. Um, Wednesday's record, Friday release, um, Friday morning early, so you can get that on the way, home, way into work. Um, or, you know, on the way home, you're having, you know, you stop at a bar afterwards and then get home and you're listening a little to the pod, you know, who knows? Um, but we're finally getting some uh, listeners to submit some, some categories, some topics. Um, and we really wanted to start off with the first category uh, today or not category, but topic, um, silverback gorilla versus grizzly bear. Who's winning boys? Who's this brought to us? Oh yeah. Brought to us by Matt Cox. Shout out. No free shout out. To Matt Cox, we mentioned him. In, we mentioned him. Pod one, you know the guy, tier one, tier he's, one, tier one for sure. He's a tier one pal. But going right into it, silverback gorilla versus grizzly bear. Boys, this is easy. This is a silverback gorilla, hands down, kicks the shit out of a bear. The opposable thumbs is the difference maker. I think the the aggression, the speed, um, and the claws of the bear make the difference um go I, ahead Steve. i just let's be honest they might kill each other both of them might not make it out of the fight <laughs> but i'm taking a grizzly bear because the aggression of a grizzly bear is just i mean i don't want to be i don't want to fucking see that you wouldn't want to fight a silverback gorilla that thing stands up dude it can use all four Legs, teeth. arms, its teeth, teeth are like just as big as a grizzly's, right? I mean, its teeth and size are like five it's inches. Got, it's got quad incisors, whatever the hell those are called. Canines the size of can a saber tooth tiger. Can we fact check the size of the canine of the I'm on it. grizzly versus gorilla? Have you okay? Really, I'm what with, you I'm want? You, what Steve? you want is what? Do you want speed or you want muscle? Yeah, right. I want do speed. You want, I think I'm going I think, speed. I think I want speed. I think a grizzly bear runs circles around that silverback all day. Absolutely. And I think he, he can, can gorillas get up, and this might be a stupid question, can gorillas get up in trees? 
I've seen monkeys get up in trees, but I don't know if I've seen. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> I've never seen they a gorilla up in a. They have thumbs. Those things I've are never climbing. seen. We got aerial assault. Have you ever seen a gorilla up in a fucking tree? You ever, no, you ever, they're you always ever, on the ground. You ever watched a movie before? They're always on. Those are fucking Planet of the Apes. <laughs> when have you gone to see a gorilla That's at a so zoo? Fictional. You think they're, you ben, think they're you putting watched, gorillas ben, up in the zoo? Have you ever watched King Kong? I've never seen. Yeah, there you go. Ben, an apex predator doesn't have to hide in the fucking trees. Let's be real there. See, that's it's the on the ground because it can will, kill anything in the world. I will agree with. I, I tend to see, I've seen bears run away. Now, I don't know where this is being held. Is this being held in a forest? Is this being held in a cage like semi-pro, like fucking Dewey the bear in the cage? It, or is this, I think it, I think do it they occur, have room it, to get out and get it, away? That's it occurs naturally like, in a forest, maybe an open area with some trees on the sides. But the opposable thumbs, oh, you put it's going to have a over the bear. It's going to have, literally, the opposable, he's going to pick up a branch that's, 30 feet long and it's going to swing it and kill the bear <laughs> Boy, boys we got the fact check back on the teeth all right so i'm going to call the teeth a wash silverback gorillas 2.5 inches grizzly three inches i'm going to call the teeth a wash some people that are half that. inches Dude, that, <laughs> it really makes a difference <laughs> <laughs> you speaking that, from experience that grizzly bear is digging those teeth into that that don't forget the uh, claws the gorilla's neck fuck the opposable yeah, the thumbs claws. the claws i don't know you think you guys are like I, I don't. You're think not that, seeing clearly. I, I, don't, I don't know. They're underrating the opposable thumb. I mean, we're well, picking. We're picking up tools, fellas. We're. I mean, we're throwing ladders. We're throwing chairs. I the grizzly's just taking that. I, I think mean, I'm you pure guys, strength. Yeah, yeah, gorilla's throwing rocks. Strength. Gorilla's throwing rocks at this fucking bear's head. Speed always. Bear's like strength. just sprinting like an idiot right into it. I, I mean, I think it's got to be. I feel gorilla. like the bear. I feel like the bear has more fight in him though. No way. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that bear's not going down. Gorilla's banging his chest. I mean, come on. I don't What's think the guest? Guest? I mean, if we we gorillas are. Way. Go ahead. No, I'm all in on the bear. I think death by a thousand punches, thousand scratches from the bear. The grizzly, the silverback's not touching it. Bear all day. Bear down, baby. So we've got three to two. It's all right, Will. You know, I, I'm yeah. going to leave this to the to the viewers or listeners out there. Submit your submit yeah. Your, let us know. Let us know what you think. Absolutely. This is an interactive pod. We want everybody's feedback here. Let us know. Let us know. All right. So we're we're settling it. You guys win with a bear from the guest three to two. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it's one by any means. I don't think so either. I think I think Twitter's okay. going to come in huge for us. We'll put a poll out there for you. We will absolutely. Yep. All right. Uh, moving on. William, the fins, baby. There's nothing to be talking about here. Uh, to uh, you know, we win eleven to six. What a game that was. Um, if you like defense, you didn't see shit because they both sucked. It was just terrible offense. Um, you have the Dolphins, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, coming in to Highmark Stadium in Buffalo. The Bills are riding high. They've got some extra motivation. They've got everything on their side, literally everything. And they're going to come out without Tua. I mean, guys, 13 points. I don't know if that's even enough. I mean, Vegas – is going to get blown away by that pick. The Dolphins don't stand a chance. We're starting a rookie quarterback. It's it's over before it starts, boys. It was a hell of a ride. Great season. Fun season. It was fun. I'll be honest. It was a fun season. The five wins in a row to six losses in a row was wild times. I mean, but hey, we're uh, we're moving on to 2023. Two is going to get cut, and we're going to sign uh, Derek Carr. And you know, it's going to be a change of the a change in passing of the torch and. We're on to bigger and better fish to fry in 2023. This year is a wash, and we're moving on. Will, what do you think about um, the sitting of Tua this week? 
Like sitting? Or what do you mean? Yeah, like not he playing this he week. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not, not cleared. cleared. He didn't get cleared not medically. Cleared. Yeah. Yeah, he's not medically cleared. I mean, he, do at, you the think, the, at the end of the day, I, th- I think he's done. Like, what's the point? I mean, he's made his first round money. He should be done. His brain is essentially mush at this point. It, like I said, mentioned in the last pod, you know, his neck, he's got the weakest neck muscles in the history of neck muscles. I mean, he, he suffered a concussion at... Bama, when he broke his hip, broke his nose, posterior wall, all in one play. Like, the guy is made of glass. He doesn't deserve a second contract. Get him out. Cut him. Whatever you got to do. Wow. Pay his pension. Pay his medical for the rest of his life. But he's, he's done being a Dolphin, that's for sure. Is, is he on contract year? Uh, we can essentially – he has one more year under contract, but we haven't picked up his fifth year yet, which I don't think we will. We have until, I think, April to do that, or May, one of the two. It's like, it may, might be right before the draft. <clears throat> Raheem Mostert's out too, isn't he? Yeah, he just had surgery to repair a broken thumb. We're basically the, you know, the hospital dolphins at this point. We're, we're swimming without a fin at this point, boys. The dorsal fin is busted. Is Mike McDaniels going to be back next year? Hey, if Sean Payton wants to come down to South Beach, I'm not ruling that out. But... I do like McDaniel. I just think we got to switch up the defensive coordinator, the, the all-out blitz, the the prey with every possession of hopefully they make a mistake. Um, it just didn't work. I mean, we we blitzed the most in the NFL, and we I think we were like 25th in turnovers out of 32. We had 14 turnovers created this year. That's so bad. And I just think there's I mean, he's a he's a Flores disciple. Flores, you know, he's a defensive-minded coach, but I just don't think this guy knows what he's doing. When you have a fast-paced offense that's scoring at will, the defense was just tired. Maybe it was the conditioning, strength conditioning. I don't know, but we're moving on. Like I said, we're turning the page of 2023. It was a good year. Um, congratulations to the Buffalo Bills on being 2023 <laughs> Super Bowl champs. Whoa, and let's whoa, just move whoa, on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, let's not get crazy. Chief boys, how are we feeling? Uh, last week, after last week, get the first round by. What are our thoughts? What have we seen in the media? What, what are we thinking? Um, Do we like the matchup we're going to probably have second round? I think the Chiefs finally played a complete game last weekend against the Raiders. They dominated start to finish. Yeah, I, I was, as I will I, say, as I, was, I, called. I was a little nervous going into the game, especially of how the Raiders played the previous week against you know, the 49ers. But, I don't know, Chiefs dominated from start to finish. Defense looked good. Getting pressure on the quarterback, forcing turnovers, uh, sacks, um, you know, Mahomes didn't have to do a whole lot. Do you feel good about beating Jarrett Stidham? I feel good about winning any game. I suppose. I know Ben last week was pretty pretty heavily reliant on playing down to their level, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I called it. But <laughs> mo- mo- moving on. <laughs> I said it shouldn't be a problem. That's what I said. Looking and at, it wasn't. Right. Looking at potential playoff matchup, um, it's kind of looking to- looking like either Chargers or Jags. Um, unless the Ravens or Dolphins pull off crazy upset. You never know uh, with backup quarterbacks. But, you know, I, I think that it'll be Jags or Chargers. And if it's the Chargers, I'm a little worried. Um, third time playing them this year, it's hard to beat a team three times. Um, and they always seem to play us close. Oh, you guys are smooth sailing into that I neutral mean, site. I mean, ever since Patrick Mahomes has been the starting quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs, the AFC Championship is the Chiefs Invitational. Like, let's be honest. Let's let's just say it how it is. Five. Mahomes, Mahomes, is the quarterback. The Chiefs are playing in, in the AFC Championship game. They're playing at Arrowhead. 
Let's let's just not even worry about that. It's to the point where Chiefs fans at the beginning of the year are buying their tickets to AFC Championship games, like the Bison buy their tickets to the championship game in February or in January for uh, FCS. Yeah, and a Pats, as a Pats fan, I'm jealous because I used to get to watch that, and now you know <laughs> I get to watch a defensive coordinator call plays. So speaking of Pats here, though, before yeah, let's... before we jump away, you're not going to escape <laughs> yeah. too quickly there, Mister. And for Belichick. all the listeners, uh, that's Rose all I have. Is a Pats fan. So. Well, let, let's let's dive in here. What, what's what's the offseason plans here? Belichick's coming back. What do we do with the offense? Yes, yes, I am a Patriots fan. Yes, yes, it's been hard to watch this year. Well, so thanks for asking, Will. Um, f- coming from Tom Curran, Bill and Robert Kraft met today, and there will be offensive staff changes coming. Now, I think it should have happened immediately, but because Bill all, is also the GM, it's going to take a little bit longer. But... I don't know who he's thinking of. I never know what Bill is thinking, to be completely honest. Um, it could be Bill O'Brien. It could be Cliff Kingsbury. It could be somebody else within the organization. But as far as I know, offensive staff changes are coming, which frankly needed to happen because that was some of the worst offensive football I've ever had to watch while being a Patriots fan. And I watch Iowa football every single week oh. with you guys. So I'm happy. I have a little optimism going into the offseason. Warranted. But with, it was frustrating to watch. What, this year, okay, Jake. I think big offseason move here. Uh, Cardinals are looking to offload DeAndre Hopkins. I think yep. Patriots go out, snag him up, pair him with Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is you know has one more year at least to run the show. And if you got Bill O'Brien, give him a capable offense. I think you guys could be back in the AFC East mix for sure. Well, you got to get a guy, right? Every young quarterback has a guy. Josh Allen got a guy. Look what happened. Herbert's got guys. Look what happened. Tua got guys this year. Look what happened. Everyone has a guy. The Pats surrounded Mac with a bunch of B guys. And look what they happened. They got to get him a guy. Look what happened when the Packers lost their guy. Right. I don't care. Spend the money you need and get dudes. a guy. I agree. Everyone takes that next jump when they get a guy. Yep. That you, should be. Jalen Hurts got a guy this year, and look what happened, right? Absolutely. MVP candidate. You got to get a guy. And the Pats have not done that for Mac so far in his tenure there. But you still still you know positive going in going into the season, off season with the draft everything you feeling good yeah I no? mean a lot of cap space yeah I agree second most I think to the Bears I think if you can fact check me on that but I'm pretty sure it's second most to the I Bears you, I think you've got about fifty five million so you got room space. I mean you got Bears cap got to spend. Yeah, Bears got like a hundred mil you need to, you need to invest got, in offensive linemen too I be, I think so. I think you got the running back. Yeah, the, no the, Trent, the, Trent, the Trent Brown, Trent Brown second round experiment did not work. No. So NFL uh, rankings on cap for next year. Um, Chicago number one. The Giants two. Atlanta three. Baltimore four. Patriots five. So. What, what, do, what do you guys think about... Could you see the Bears trading Justin Fields? And drafting Bryce Young, no chance. I don't know because if he you showed think, a lot, you, you got to think their new GM Ryan Poles. Right, okay, he's not the one that drafted him. And and GMs don't like that. They like having their guy that they pick. I get that. But, the, there are a lot of teams that need a quarterback, but you could, you could probably get a first round pick for him. But if I'm but if I'm the Bears, right? Like I I, I realize that Justin Fields can win me games, even with the shittiest, like literally the worst. Offensive line in the NFL, ranking-wise, PPR, pro football focus, right? He can win me games. They have decent receivers, right? Like no. Ro- 
they got the, they got they, 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 they got B they guys. wasted a pick on Vilas Jones last they year. They got B guys though, right? So let's go out get the A guy. Get I mean DeAndre Hopkins is going to be the most hot button receiver this offseason because he's going to make a team just like he said. Just like Rose. I mean I think you invest in the O-line. I think you invest in the D-line because, I mean, they dealt Robert Quinn to the Eagles. They're, I mean, they're trying to get rid of some of the old. Yeah, to, and they get rid of Roquan space. Smith, yeah, who's I'm saying. all pro, first-teamer, guaranteed all this year. I mean, stud. They're starting over and trying to stay young, and I think you build around the already young quarterback that, I mean, I, I just or don't. Or you trade him, like Steve said, get who, the first-round pick and build around Bryce Young. You think someone's throwing a first-round pick? Who, who do they, who, where do they trade him to? Anybody that There's needs a, lot a of, quarterback. a lot of teams that need a quarterback. That would take who? Justin Fields. Who? Panthers would take him. Um, Falcons. Colts Falcons would take, would take him. him. Colts would take him. His style, though? Titans would take him. I bet Josh McDaniels like and Chicago. Raiders would take him. Raiders would take I him. I think so. All right. I mean, I, I think he. I think he's got potential to be a good quarterback. Commanders. Um, commanders would take him. God, their quarterback and, and situation. If you, Heineke. Heineke. If you do decide he is the guy, then you, you got to get offensive linemen, like you said, but you got you got to draft – Skill players and the Chicago Bears are one of the worst teams when it comes to drafting offensive guys. Just they're awful. The amount of guys they've passed up on for different guys is is, is ridiculous. Uh, Vilas Jones, they drafted last year. He hasn't done anything. Dude's a walking turnover. Chase Claypool, they traded for Chase Claypool and he didn't do anything. And that's essentially a first round pick because the Dolphins. Yeah, we're going back to that. You know, with the tampering, we lost a first-rounder and a third-rounder this year. So the pick that the Bears traded is actually going to be the 32nd pick because they have right. number one overall pick. And so the Steelers essentially have two yeah, first-round picks. Round. And then and then you hire a defensive coach. If you want to build around your offense and your quarterback, you got to get an offensive-minded coach in there. Matt Eberflus was is he's a pretty good defense. He was a pretty good defensive coordinator in Indianapolis. Yeah. Okay, but the, but if you're a defensive coach. Yeah, I got get it. You traded Roquan Smith, but you still had the worst defense. So I mean, you're not working with a lot. But if you're that good of, if you're supposed to be that good of a defensive minded coach, you should be a lot better than that. They traded their dudes. They got a hundred million cap space. They're going to be fine. I think, I think they're going to be okay. You know, they've got like I said, the cap space is so big in the NFL. They're going to be able to get some guys Mm -hmm. this offseason. Eberflus can build the system that he wants with his guys. Poles can get the guys that he wants. They're going to be a collective unit. I think they'll be fine. I don't think they end up trading fields. It is fun to talk about. But um, I think, you know, they're in a good spot. If, if you're a Bears fan, you're excited. You got the first pick since what? First one since 1945. Like that's, time, how, that, yeah. that's a testament to how good they've been. I mean, you don't want the first-round pick, essentially. Yeah. And, and you, know, you know, with – you don't know what Rodgers is going to do if he's going to leave Green Bay – if he leaves Green Bay, then the they, the NFC North kind of, you know, opens up a little bit. Yeah, the Vikings are good. Um, Lions are on the come up, as we saw, you know, late down the stretch this year. But you get the right pieces, you know, that division is winnable for anybody. So yeah, I'm gonna take my flowers back from the last last yeah. week that I said about Aaron yeah, Rodgers. He doesn't it's get just, any flowers. Just tough. So speaking of the, win that game. Speaking of the NFC, since I mean we're on the Bears, Eagles, uh, Steve. Got anything you want to say after last week when you came at me? Eagles even not going to get even with Jalen Hurts are not going to win the game. I didn't say they're going to. I didn't say they're going to lose. One hundred percent. Three weeks ago, you said there's no way the Eagles are the number one seed in the NFC. 
Tell me I'm wrong. Okay, well you played. Tell a me bunch I'm wrong. Of, listen, you played a bunch of backups. Okay, tell me I'm wrong. And you guys tell didn't do very well. Tell me I'm wrong. What was the final score? Doesn't matter. We won the game. Scored 19, didn't we just talk? Nineteen points. Didn't so? we just talk about that? Doesn't wins or wins in the NFL? Right. I get that, but I, if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm not feeling super confident right now. Jalen. I mean, he's physically obviously he's not fully healthy. The bye week helps uh, here. We the, get bye two week, weeks. the bye week will help, right? But um, that honestly could be a bad thing for the Eagles because I mean, some teams don't some teams don't play well off buys, and if you're playing a you know, a team like Dallas or even, you know, a hot Tampa Bay team that's kind of looking, yeah. they're getting healthy at the right time. Um, they got the greatest quarterback of all time. Mike Evans just had the best game of his career two weeks ago. So, Dude, they might unlock something. Uh, you they're kind of scary right now. It's not a team I'd want to play. Do, do I Do I think the Eagles are the best, best team in the NFC? Probably. Um, now, if the Niners were fully healthy, I'd say them, but. Um, I don't know. I think the playoffs are wide open in both the NFC and AFC. And I think anybody could win. Yeah, I think you're a little worried about, if you're an Eagles fan, you're confident, but you're a little worried about them peaking too early, right? Starting whatever they were, 11-0, 12-0, 13-0, whatever they started. You're a little worried about playing your best football at the beginning of the year. And then you're a little worried about, one, Jalen Hurts has only played one game since he got hurt. hurt and then you'll have... Either the Cowboys coming off their best win in years and in coming into your stadium. First road playoff win in. Or you'll have the GOAT coming into your stadium. So I think you're confident because you're the number one seed and you have a bye and you've been the best team in the NFC all year. But you haven't been playing your best football as good as you were playing at the beginning of the year right now. And then whoever coming in to that, that stadium next or in two weeks is going to be scary. Sirianni's got some work ahead of him. That's for sure. I, I think both of those are very valid points, and and here's what I'm going uh, to say to point number one um, with Jalen. I think, I mean, basically everything I've heard this week is that he was way worse off than what everybody thought. Um, so I think I'm not worried about him coming off a bye week either. Everything that I've heard about Jalen, I mean, the guy Nick Sirianni gave the Eagles the day off on Tuesday. Jen was there the entire day working. I mean, that's – I'm not worried about him being prepared. Um, as to point number two about us peaking, I'm a little worried about that, but I will say when we peaked, we were 100% healthy, and we are very close to being back to 100%. The fact that we got the bye week is huge for the Eagles because, one, we're going to get Lane Johnson back, the best right tackle in the, in the NFL – Right, I mean that's a huge get that hasn't played for the last four weeks, so that's hard to say. I mean, without the best tackle in the NFL, um, Gardner Johnson is going to be fully healthy. He's a huge, huge get. I mean, health wise, that that shapens up our safeties. Um, Avante Maddox may be back. I mean, that's a huge get too. I mean, I, yes, I am a little worried. That's a good point, but I think this bye week is huge from a health pet perspective for the Eagles. Another uh, new segment, guys, that we're going to start, this was submitted by another listener, is the Express Plays of the Week and the Pod Play of the Week. We're talking sports betting. This could be anything NFL, golf, basketball, NBA. Um, This week, I think we're mainly going to focus on NFL because playoffs. Why wouldn't we? Um, Willie, get us start us off. Yeah, my Express Play of the Week, um, I love, love, guys, the Seahawks plus nine and a half. I'm all over it. Uh, I have no ill will towards Brock Purdy, <clears throat> but he is 
a rookie quarterback. Rookie quarterbacks do not fare well in the playoffs. Um, I'm going Seahawks plus nine and a half just to cover. I'm not saying they're going to win. They're going to cover. Um, their defense is good. Um, 49ers are, are you know a good team, but they're not covering nine and a half. I've got Jags plus two and Jags money line. Um, both Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence making their first ever career playoff start. Uh, both teams are pretty hot heading into the playoffs. Um, I give the edge to the Jags, though, because they're at home, and I think they, they've got the better coach. Uh, Doug Peterson's a Super Bowl winning coach. Um, situationally, I think they're a better team. Um, and I I envision that they're going to shut down the run, and you're going to have you're going to see Herbert throw the ball at least fifty times. And I just don't think that's going to work in this game. Um, I think Trevor Lawrence is on the rise to being a top five quarterback in the NFL. Um, I think he's better than Justin Herbert. Um, I like the Jags. Um, they're a dangerous team. They got weapons all over the field on, offensively. So I'm all in, Steve. Um, I think the, I think the, 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 the key player is Travis Etienne. I think he's, if he has he's, a good, he's if he, raw. If he has a good game, I think they win. Top five quarterback. <laughs> On the way to being a top oh, five No way. Got it. But Trevor Lawrence. Peyton Manning 2.0. It's a bold play. It's a bold play, Rose. Or Steve. <clears throat> Peyton Manning 2.0 is right. All right. I like it. Let's not. I mean, Ben, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I've kind of got an outlier here, boys. I am going with Tom Kim plus 1,000. In the Sony Open in Hawaii, for you golf fans out there, you golf listeners, tell me got, a little bit about him. Yeah, he's got two top ten finishes this year. Um, he got first in the Shriners Children's Open, um, and then he tied for fifth in the Century Tournament. Um, yeah, so he's he's he's, he's, he's up and coming. He's, he's good. Yeah, he's twenty years old. Four yep. four literally four events so far played in the twenty two twenty three golf yep. season. Four top twenty fives. That includes a top ten, and like you said, a, a yeah, win. And in the twenty twenty one season, he had top three top three three third place finishes um in 21 so and he had a win yeah um, at the Wyndham uh dude's a stud he's yeah that's a good pick I mean that's a very safe pick he played really well like you said at the century he's gonna do just fine this week it's gonna be uh it's gonna require good golf because it's on the ocean mm-hmm. so yeah um, Hideki won it last year and there's their style of play I mean, you've got to deal with some wind off that ocean and all that stuff yeah. so um that's the play Rosie. Yes. So, being a Patriots fan, I'm going to – Tom Brady's my guy, but I'm going to go with Dallas minus two and a half. I don't think the Bucks can run the ball, and because of that, I think it frees up Micah Parsons to go crazy. And I think if history repeats itself, getting to Tom is the best way to beat him. Getting pressure on Tom is – I, I mean, to absolutely destroy yeah. your, your pick it. there, Rose. I mean, I know you're a Brady guy through and through. And if you just said history repeats itself, if we're talking history here, isn't Tom Brady historically in the Super Bowl every other year? Well, Since, if you're going to historically beat Tom Brady, you need to get pressure on Tom Brady. Yeah, well, but you, and I you think the fact the that they cannot run the football mm-hmm. – Frees up Micah Parsons okay. to get pressure to on get his ass whipped by Tristan Wirfs all listen night. Listen to this, best guard in football. Uh, coming off Tackle. injury, he's gonna be a little slow. Listen to this: the game's on grass. Cowboys don't play well on grass. Okay, they 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 play well on that fast on the fast turf at AT and T Stadium. Um, Steve, it's the playoffs. Look, they don't look, play well in the playoffs. No, they don't. You're 100 percent right. They haven't won a road playoff game in shit. Who knows how long? Um, and then they're coming off arguably the the worst game of their the season. Dak Prescott looked horrible. 
I mean, they played their starters against the Commanders, and they didn't need to play their starters, and they got destroyed. In Jerry Jones said, yeah, we're going to have to suck on that all week. Tom, Tom Brady. <laughs> Paul. Tom Brady, since since 2019, is as a, a playoff underdog, is 4-0 straight up and 4-0 against That's scary. Who did that? God, I want to say that. Makes me love the boys one even of more. Those, one of those wins... Who did they beat? Who did he beat with yeah, as an underdog? The, they beat the Chiefs. That's, That's what it was. Uh, I couldn't. I knew couldn't. Come they were an underdog in every every game. <laughs> <in the> postseason. <laughs> All right, boys. I got some some real good stats to back mine. Uh, my express play this week is the Giants plus three. Um, one, Giants coming off a bye week. Um, basically, more or less, they only played like three defensive starters, a few offensive line starters against the Eagles. Um, they're going to be healthy. Saquon healthy. Um, you look at what he does at the beginning of the season. He through he averages uh, weeks one through four the most running yards and the highest attempts and touchdowns among all running backs in the NFL. So he's going to be rested. Uh, rested Saquon is dangerous. Um, history, we're going back to that. Earlier, uh, about five weeks ago, the Vikings beat the Giants by three in the Meadowlands. So that was actually that was in Minnesota or in Minnesota. So again, On a, it's like a sixty-one yard field goal. So now, so. And we're giving three points, so it's already proven that the Giants can play it within three. You don't like the Vikings. You have some I, dude, serious are, Vikings. They are there. the worst playoff team of all time. They have a losing. They are the only team I think in NFL history to have a losing margin. So they've like all their games that they won by just the smallest margin. I mean, they're just the luckiest. I mean, they might be luckier than the Chiefs. I don't even know why I'm saying that. Not but a It's chance. possible. Now, I will say that they're terrible. Kirk no. Cousins, awful. Chiefs, Chiefs literally walk their way into a one yeah, seed here. I mean, come on. Luckiest now, team. I, I, will, I will say that Vikings experience this season in one score games. I think is going to be a play a big factor in this game. Um, I I'm, I like I like the Giants to cover. Yeah, I think the saying. Vikings win. Um, I think so too. I think that it's a close game. They win by a field goal. They're the better team. Uh, they got the better quarterback. Not by much, I don't think. Um, but they should win. Um, yeah. You know, in, in the playoffs, it's all games are going to be one score games. Exactly. Unless you're the. They do have the Miami blueprint. Dolphins. Yeah, they've been winning all year by close games. So <laughs> um, yeah, the Dolphins don't stand a fucking chance this weekend. Uh, Sorry. So that's our express plays, boys. What's what do we kind of all what do we like? What do we like well, total wise? The pod play I just kind of hinted at. I mean, it is one hundred percent the Bills minus yeah. thirteen. And yeah. if you were able to get in at minus nine, kudos to you. I mean, You're that's genius. free money. Free money, absolutely free money. So the so the pod play total is the Bills minus thirteen and a half. Yeah, the express play is something. If you want to parlay that into there, um, the pod play for all the listeners is. Um, if you're behind on rent or you know a water <laughs> bill and you want to throw your mortgage payment on that, we're gonna go bills minus thirteen. We're feeling really okay. good about it. So yep. that's just made, moving forward. I made the mistake last postseason of taking the Patriots plus the points in the wild card round against Buffalo and Never, Rose. Ever. Um, Rose, how did that game go? Oh, it didn't go very well, Steve. I think. Was it 49 They scored 47-17. Every 47-17 single time they had the ball. Yeah, they didn't punt. That's they didn't right. punt. They didn't Not punt once. once. No. Why would I they? don't think they punted against the Chiefs either. The no, Chiefs just won the damn coin toss. Another lucky moment. Lucky, lucky, lucky. Listen, okay. On well, that. Please. We tried please. to get that coin toss changed after the 2018 season when Tom Brady beat the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. And everybody said no. Okay, but now then, you know, we went off of it. Okay, karma. Um, 
now everybody's bitching and complaining about it. So, um, you know, this it could have been changed four years ago, but um, it's just it is it is what it is. Um, it'll be interesting to see if that comes into a factor in any games. Yeah. I think it will, 100%. It always feels like it does. Yeah. Yeah. With the amount of good QB play that is in the NFL right now and, like, the way teams are scoring and how quickly they can score, it's it's definitely – the overtime rule needs to be absolutely fixed. 100%. Do you Um, think maybe into college or what's kind of your – I think even if they score a touchdown, each team should be able to have the ball once. Right. That's Mm -hmm. it. That's the only thing I would change. Yeah. Touchdown just doesn't change. No, if yeah. you score a touchdown. No, in it's the post over. in the postseason. It's oh, different. postseason's different. Oh, okay. Well, post so in the postseason they passed that after mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. Um, regular season's obviously the same, uh, but the postseason even if the first team scores, the second team gets an opportunity with the ball. Yeah. Um, doesn't which, matter if why, it's a field goal or a touchdown. Well, I mean, why idiot, wouldn't you do that so. for the regular season? Because too. the Those NFL just, it because, just would take too because long. you got the NFL PA man, and it's such a long season. I've the heard NFL, the NFL PA, PA is a joke. They're all. I mean, they're they're trying to help for the players, but it's also like they kind of combat the NFL. So and it, I mean, they were really against the eighteen week season, right? But that still happened. I mean, it's just I I see it eventually probably happening. But. Owners need their money. Ching. Um, so yeah, that's, that's our plays of the week. Um, ride with us on Twitter, you know, tell us who you're riding with. I, I I'm, you know, giants plus three, come on. But, uh, moving on, uh, part of the reason we brought our guest on Mr. Rose, let alone, um, you know, you guys had a, has some alternative views to us, but the man knows a lot about college basketball. So just an absolute basketball savant, just trip. I mean, just he actually interned for Tom Luganbill uh, <laughs> last summer. <laughs> ben, can you even tell us who Tom Luganbill is? Not a clue. I mean, he's an ESPN or uh, analyst, right? College basketball? I have no idea who that is. <laughs> but I appreciate the kind words. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, uh, he's a guy, right? College what? basketball is my favorite sport to watch. It's my favorite sport to follow. And I am happy to come and talk about it today i am very very excited to have you on i mean rose we know you're an iowa state diehard through and through holy crap man lose your best player and here we are oh you mean the first place iowa state cyclones yeah we can talk about them i'd be happy to yes so last year i think the big difference between last year and this year is right you lose tyrese hunter you lose isaiah brockington but this year you're deeper right last year you're banking on Isaiah Brockton has to play well. Otherwise, you're not winning. He has to have 25. Yes. Tyrese Hunter, hopefully you can give us something. He's still young, but he was obviously he's very good. And then you're just hoping Gabe Kalsher doesn't suck. Right? <laughs> That's how you're gonna win. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise, you get to the point where you were trying they were trying to win Big 12 games like 55 to 52. And with the way the Big 12 has been historically and the way it has been the last couple of years, they weren't gonna do that. So they would go on these runs where they didn't score for Droughts. Five, six, seven, eight minutes because Isaiah was missing shots, Tyrese was missing shots, and Gabe was throwing shots off the backboard. The, this year, it does, that's not yeah, happening. The team chemistry this year is insane. Right, Everybody have, is insane. Yes, you have Jaron Holmes can give you 20. You have Gabe, who's playing well recently, can give you 20. Caleb Grill's been playing well. Taman Lipsy has been better than advertised, right? So I just think the depth this year – has led to the consistency for Iowa State and has led to, like I said, those lapses in scoring where you had last year aren't there this year. You know, I mean, Iowa. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, uh, who won scoring. the Cyhawk? Uh, 
Well, I think we can mark that up to a little bit of an anomaly this year. But yes, that whole game was a lapse in scoring. <laughs> if you looked at how they played before Iowa, and you looked at how they played after, they've lost one game to freaking UConn, who might be the best team in the country. That's true. I don't know what happened in Iowa City. Without, Nothing yeah. ever good there happened. Was a, there, was, was, there was a lid on the basket. Yes. Yeah. Iowa hit like 16 threes. They shot like 80% from the field. We move on. All right? without Chris Murray. <laughs> we what, move on. What a night yes. that was. Very Which exciting is, to be an Iowa State fan right now. You, and now um, you got the big boys, right? You got Kansas. You got Texas. You go to Oklahoma State, and then you got Kansas State, right? You got two, five, game off at Oklahoma State, and then you got number 11. So I think now is kind of where – you're really chalking it up, but I think you're playing with a little bit of house money at this point where if you look at the Big 12, you're trying to get to eight wins in the conference. Eight wins, because it's so good, halfway gets you in the there. NCAA tournament. Halfway there? You're halfway oh, yeah. there already, right? Well, Find a way to win four more games, and you you're comfortably in the NCAA tournament. Iowa State won seven, I think, seven conference games last year, Rose. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, they won seven, and they weren't – I mean, and they had to win four straight at the end of the year right. to even get to that seven. They mm-hmm. were – they didn't win their fourth conference game last year, Steve, till like January 30th. Right. So, yes, they're, they're, if you would have told me they'd been 4-0 right now, I'd have been doing cartwheels. You're playing with house money. You're in a great spot. Now it's nothing ever good they, happens at Fog Allen, but we'll see what I happens. I say, what's your expectations <laughs> at Fog Allen? Nothing. This I don't expect anything good to happen in Fog Allen. I think it'll be close just because Iowa State plays defense too well, where every game they play is going to be close for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't go into Fog Island expecting anything good to happen, to be completely honest with you. It's where dreams go to die. It's not a fun place. To it go. isn't, no. And they're coming, you know, Iowa State's got some momentum. Um, big home win against Baylor. You go on the road at Oklahoma uh, on a weekday win. At TCU. Uh, at TCU with a with a with just a deep three by Gabe Kalsher. Um, Prayer. And then you just absolutely destroy Texas Tech by 34. And, and, and Texas Tech is a team, you know, in the last few years that they only give up. Yeah, they, they gave up less than 60 points. They pride themselves on defense. I mean, Iowa State scored 84 points last night. So um, Iowa State could have drop kicked it and it would have went in the basket yeah. last night. Um, I think, you know, I think they could, I think you could see them win the Big 12. Um, and this it's, is all due to a large part. I mean, it, this is TJ Oldsberger. I mean, this guy a great is insane. Coach of the year? Oh, absolutely. He's. Gonna, I mean, he's the next head coach at Texas. You think, I mean, so? let's, you let's think they try and poach? Move the needle here. Absolutely. I don't. I don't think he's going to go to Texas. Let's not have any of those jokes. I think. I think right if any, if you'd see anybody leave their current position to go to Texas, it'd be John Calipari. Dude, they don't want him. He's a loser. Absolutely. I think he needs a fresh start somewhere. He can recruit his ass off. He can't coach for shit, in my opinion. I don't think he is a good coach. If you compare what he's had talent-wise to what he's had production-wise, I think he is the most overrated coach in NCAA basketball history. He's a used car salesman. Who are you going to get better, though? They can't run offense. They can't score the basketball. He runs nothing. The game's passing by. He can't coach. I just Because he's still trying to do the five-star one and done era. Everybody else is getting older, and he's just and he can't coach to make up for that. And he's just getting his ass beat right now. Yeah, who, he who had the NIL better though. TJ Oldsburg, I just told you, TJ is better. I think realistically, if you're Texas, you're either hiring the Rod- Rodney Terry, who's there right now, he's the associate head coach. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get Nate Oates from Alabama. You're trying to get Eric Musselman from Arkansas. Arkansas, or you're trying to get the Kansas State head coach. I've also heard um, maybe the Providence head coach Ed Cooley. Him too. What about the UConn coach? He's yeah, I don't think Hurley? UConn. I don't think he uh, Hurley's leaving. 
I, I think he, I think he likes too much at UConn. He very well could. I mean, he's, it just he's depends how much money can he's building a power be thrown in your face before you want to make a move. But I think we should talk about your guys, your boys. Holy crap! What a week. Feeling. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> On top of the world. I mean, season changing win season at home against Indiana. Both, on top of the both anxiety, of them. Both we're, of them. we're doing well. We're hanging in there. <laughs> too no, soon. But soon. that Indiana game, if Iowa loses that game, I think the wheels completely fall off. Because I think then we go into Rutgers and we don't win. I mean, we, let's talk about how big of a win the Rutgers was. I mean, people don't win at, at Rutgers. That was a wire to wire. People don't win. On the, the road in the Big Ten. Right, let alone. But Rutgers, I'm pretty sure, has like the best record in the last like three seasons at home in the Big Ten. Sanford the, is coming the, into his the rack. The gonna... rack is a very hard place to play, yeah. yes. And to, win, to lead wire to wire, not even have it really be that close, is a fantastic win. Okay. Season saving, really. Was. They miss. had to have it. Yeah. Had to. They but had being to. Down, being down 28-7 to seven against Indiana and coming, you know, clawing all the way back. And then to be down 84-78 with two minutes to go and, and, st- and still... 11-1. One run, you just clawing their way yeah. out. It was that's basketball that I haven't seen play by Iowa. I haven't seen. I mean, they, they always aren't going to quit, but the amount of like the way Fran coached, I haven't seen that out of I, Fran. I was so ready to be done with Fran, and then the last two games. I mean, I th- I think he's done a really good job of this team is different without Keegan, right? I mean, last year, and let's even go back to Garza. What do we do with Garza? Just get him the ball. Everyone play around him. Keegan, get him the ball. Everyone play around him. I don't think Chris is quite that guy yet. Chris, I mean, Chris gets his, right? But he gets it in a different way. You can't just get Chris the ball and play around Chris. This is more of a team Iowa basketball. Yeah, and you're getting a double-double every night from right. Philip or Brasha. Exactly. I mean, the last five games, he's averaging, like, what, 18 and 10 almost? He's, you got – Yeah, I, I was going to say that, Will. I mean, just going off what you mentioned was Sanford really coming into his own. I mean, we saw it a pretty good amount last year. Big Ten um, and Championship then, you know, tournament. Just, yeah, the dude was on just kind of this early this season. I mean, just kind of went on a cold streak, which happens. But then he was kind of spotty towards you know December era, and then he's really you know starting to hit those shots. I think he really makes a difference. In he our, is the in X our, factor. Yeah, if Absolutely. he's hitting shots, then we can just you know he's he always finds a way to be open, and he, he's got that confidence in his shots that he can just pull up and hit it. He's hit, like he's hitting Jordan shots, did. and we get. Uh, you know, we get Patrick McCaffrey back, like when he is, you know, ready to be back. And I think, like I said, like you said, if he, if Peyton's going, we're a top five team in the Big Ten. I know that's a pretty bold statement, but I think top five is is so realistic. Well, if everybody's kind of firing on all cylinders, you got Patrick back, you got your depth. Sanford's, you know, averaging you know ten to twelve a game. Chris is in his zone. Tony, the he needs to elevate his play a little bit. Our guard play is shaky. I mean, Connor is that stabilizing force, being a six-year, seven-year guy. He might be at year twelve, mm-hmm. but he's there, and he's that stabilizing force with the leadership. He's the he's the leader on the team. I mean, him and you know, I think he feeds. And I and one thing to mention is just Fran. These past couple of weeks has just been going off on the referees, not to mention the coaches too. Dude went across the half court line because he thought the other coach was talking shit. I don't know what Technical. was said. Well, he called it off. Thank you. <laughs> That's another thing that was kind of confusing, how the ref just called off the technical. I mean, he just uh, – I don't understand. And then Connor Mike walks Woodson, in Mike there. Woodson has made his complaint to the Big Ten. <laughs> well, you heard it. <laughs> Who's the ref? Courtney, Courtney, Courtney Green. Courtney Green. He's oh, the yeah. worst ref. He should be banned from co- refing Iowa basketball. Absolutely. For he should sure. be banned from refing basketball but in general. To your, point, ben, to your point, Peyton was – Peyton was always gonna. He's gonna. He was gonna find. Water's gonna find his level. He's way too good of a shooter. He was gonna find his rhythm. He was gonna find his stroke. He just needed to see a few go in. And I think really with Iowa, they're 
talented enough to be an NCAA tournament team. They absolutely are. It's that, like you were talking about, that want, that drive, like, are we actually going to fight tonight? Do we ask like we're interested or is it when we're playing Eastern Illinois, right? Yeah. So I think when they're locked in, right, like they have a top on Ken Palm. They're the 12th ranked offense in the country. They're going to get their baskets, but they're currently the 115th ranked defense. Yeah. Right? Are you going to be that, locked in down there just to basketball. at least make it and they, hard? And they did against Rutgers. They actually they played, they they were, played, really played both sides and of the they'll, ball. And they will win 75% of the Big Ten games that they play. Well, and, and you've got three games coming up. All at home, all at home gotta that have you them. should win. Got to have them. Got to have Get them. you back to five and three in the Big Ten. And in a Big Ten conference that there's really – no team that's five and three could be the driver's seat. Yeah, there's no team. Purdue lost two, right? Pur- two. Purdue's a good team. Just drop one. I think. I think it's wide open for anybody. Um, Purdue definitely has a stranglehold. Purdue, though. Purdue's, yeah, Purdue's, Purdue's got. Purdue's probably the yeah. best. Michigan State is playing really, really mm, good basketball. Tough right now. win at the Kohl Center last night. Yeah. Yes, I think Huge. after Purdue, you can make an argument. You don't know who the second best team is. Yeah, exactly. Indiana's currently losing again right now. So I think you can make an argument. You don't know who the second best team is. And I think if Iowa goes three and zero, even two and one. They're in a great position. It would be in probably top four in the Big Ten standings. Mm-hmm. Um, Got a big one. Tomorrow. I just think that Indiana game was season changing. I think if they lose that game, it just it kills confidence, um, kills the will to yeah. want to win. Um, I think Patrick going out has really rallied. You know, brought him closer. Maybe if that's yeah. I, I think I, I, would I think there is a notion of that. Like yeah. it's almost like well, I, I think. I think it even goes back to Chris getting hurt. I think you saw right when Chris got hurt the first game, we lulled, and then we came out and we were we just found points. Connor McCaffrey had like 18 that night. Patrick mm-hmm. McCaffrey had like 22, I think. And then, okay, we get him back. Now we lose Patrick again. I feel like all these things are just making these these guys come together. Like It doesn't matter who gets hurt. We're yeah. just going to play as a They've team. They've been battling adversity all year, and it'd be fun to just get you know a 100% lineup, everybody yeah. dialed in. I just think – you that's know. another. I mean, that's another thing, Jake. It's just having Connor. I mean, I don't think anybody expected him to be the shooter that he is this oh, year. He's, he came on at the end of last he's year. Really well. Yeah. It's just it has he's just really well. Absolutely gone. So into we this know year. we know we know the buckets can drop, and we just gotta like like uh, Rose said. You know, we gotta have the will to win, and you know, we gotta we gotta play defense. In the, the Big Ten, thing. you gotta bring it every night, and that's just something that we'll we'll see over the next three weeks, the next three games. Sorry, and I I think what you saw in that Rutgers game is. Iowa was the aggressor. There was right a belief the there. There was a belief. When they, I think when they when they want it when they want it more, um, and when you put your foot on the gas right from the jump, they're a different team. They're hard to guard. Um, yeah. And the, and the defi- the defense that they played was um, outstanding. Um, it's a good win, uh, and it, it hopefully the momentum keeps going, um, and we get back to five and three in Big Ten play. Yeah, um, Rose, if early on. Uh, we just got through Christmas. Who are your top five in NCA right now? I don't really know top five. I don't think you have, for one, I don't think you have a best team in the country. I think there's probably more like a tiers as there kind of was last year, which is great for the sport. It I is. love the parody. It's, it's great. Everyone's losing. Everyone can beat anybody on any given night. But I think it, off the top, kind of off the top of my head, right, you have Purdue. I think they've kind of solidified themselves you have UConn I think they've kind of solidified themselves I think a team like Houston I I know they don't I know they don't play anybody all year but I think they've done enough in the 
preseason um, in the non-conference to kind of solidify themselves, and they're just going to roll. They've and I think they've done so enough, honestly, in the last two NCAA tournaments to give, I, well, give I mean, the respect. They, they, I agree with that. They played last year without two of their best players. Yes, and they're old, dude. They're old. They're experienced. And they had NBA guys on that team. They're they're good. I think a team like Tennessee's kind of been a surpriser this year. They're really good. And then, obviously, you got freaking Kansas. Like UConn, Kansas. Yeah. I think... I think your top five rounds out kind of with what you're saying. I think the top five rounds out with who wins this weekend, Kansas or Iowa State. You, I think if Iowa State wins, you can literally put them in that top five conversation. Yeah, you can definitely, you can definitely make an argument they're a top ten team. They've definitely been playing it like it, like like it so far this year. But yeah, those teams maybe you throw in like a Texas, Alabama's been playing really well. Kansas but State, Kansas State's been playing really well. But you kind of got those tiers. But I love, like I said, I love that there's not a, a clear cut top team in the country and i think it's great for the sport i think the most disappointing team that there's been all year is easily north carolina yeah you're big you're Um, a big north carolina guy you're tar heel over here a lot of high expectations uh coming into the season with all five starters coming back and then you had pete nance from northwestern um i i think they write the ship they're battling some injuries uh P. Nance has been out the last couple games. Baycott got hurt last night. So it's a long season, as you know. They, Hubert they, Davis, he's they a good coach. A, they were a bubble team yeah, going into the NCAA yeah. tournament last Hubert year. Hubert David's so. a good coach. He'll get them playing and peaking at the right time. That's right. that. That's all you got to say about There's that. There's a lot they're, of they're, long they're season to Been go. there, done that. They have that history. They're going to be just fine. Yeah. Um, boys, let's talk about the CFP National Championship just for a minute. I mean, what in Let's the start to talk about. Yeah. what in the world happened to TCU? Uh, they ran into the best team in college football Buzzsaw. by far. History? Yeah. I mean, college no. football history. LSU 2019 is the best college football they, team. They're just they're they were just way overmatched. If if it you was just right off at, the bat, too. if you just look at the recruiting classes the last five years, TCU's averaged like the. 45th ranked recruiting class. Georgia's in the top five. That it's doesn't just, matter, dude. It's I'm, a mismatch. They're, it's a mismatch all across the board. Recruiting classes are such BS, uh, in my opinion. I think, I mean, you got so many NFL guys on so many different rosters, and it's all about player development. Georgia is, yes, they're bringing in studs, five stars. That's great. But at the end of the day, it was a national championship game, and those were the two best teams on, you know, playing the game, and they just were so overmatched. And I, I, I agree with you. I think. I mean, I think recruiting pays a little bit of a piece, but I look at Iowa, right? I mean, that's the common example of recruiting doesn't really matter. But you sent me that, you sent it on Twitter, that video of Kirby Smart. I mean, Kirby Smart had his, you know, five, 4.8 star team all thinking they were the underdogs going into this game. And I mean, if you're that kind of a, mo- I mean, there's a video, this guy's like, they, they doubted us, they yeah. doubted us all year long. What? Yeah. Well, who? Yeah, it was. Uh, Who thought they were going to go six and six? That's what I mean, my question. Yeah, what in the he, world? That's, he had them believe. That's what that. he had them believe. I mean, that's coaching. <laughs> that is coaching. Kirby's He's a, dog, a great coach, coach. literally. <laughs> yeah, I mean, TC was happy to be there. Georgia was looking for blood. I think that's kind of the basis of it. Yeah, and I think I guess to your point, Will, like Georgia probably has fifteen guys who are going to play in the NFL. TCU has what three maybe? maybe. I think that's probably where your talent discrepancy is. Um, but again, somehow, some way, Kirby convinced the entire Georgia team that they were underdogs, and they clearly showed why they were not. Is it- I would have liked to seen the 
Ohio State and TCU kind of matchup because it kind of you go back to the semifinal and you think about you know is was Michigan overrated was you know you, you Michigan think, played the worst game of their entire right, season and yeah. lost by six and they left twenty one points on the board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they were the better team. Yeah. I mean, TCU just finds a way to win, and that's yeah. good. That's why they were in the NASA championship game. But they were just outmatched. And, yeah. and yeah. Is, a, is a new dynasty starting with Georgia? It's I already think, started. I think so, yeah. I, I mean, three, so. three is considered a dynasty, but, yeah. dude, it is already started. Three, Pete? They go three in a row. It's very possible. Um, what year did they lose I to will, Alabama I will. in the championship game on an overtime? It took a, it took a Devontae 20. Smith – to a, 2018, I think. That's what I'm saying. Like they've been there. They're, they're consistent. It I, is a dynasty. I will point out that Saban wins a national championship every three years, ever since he's been to Alabama. Next year will be year three. I know he's starting a new quarterback, but I don't think watching that on Monday night um, was very fun for him, and I think he's going to be it was, right yeah, back to be where he was all night and answer those questions. Just, oh, I know that bothered him. Um, my, last, my last thing on this. Max Duggan is he a first round pick? No, is he, he like mid round? Mid rounder? Either him or Stetson. He's a fifth rounder. I don't round think fifth Stetson. rounder really. I don't think. I mean, Duggan's got the intangibles. He's a winner. He's a fifth round pick. He'll make twenty million dollars being a really good backup quarterback. Absolutely, just like Stetson Bennett will. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, time for our favorite favorite segment of the pod. It's the five one five express train category. Um, category train. Whoa. Um, we picked this category today because of our guest, uh, just some would call him the cookie monster, the cookie bandit. I mean, the guy just likes the sweets. Absolute sweet tooth over there. Let's reel it back a little bit. Back in college, there would be. Yeah, I don't think there's, little, I don't think there's, no, I'm not even hiding it. No, I, I, I have the, a bad sweet tooth just, and I, I'm not going to hide it. Okay. I'm not going to run from it. Is it still as bad? And I think it really came out in college because, um, for all our listeners that, you know, kind of given the background, we stayed in a six person um, kind of apartment. So we had a living room and then we had a little dining space with the kitchen. So we had this table there, this round table that was from like 1990. Um, <laughs> Just the nastiest all, thing know, in the world. On too. Sunday, we, you know, sometimes we go visit our parents, we come back or whatever they might stop by. And some, one of our parents would always, you know, make cookies or um, sweets or sweet. something. You would, there would be what is what comes in a box eight maybe twelve. You'd look on Monday at ten thirty during your second and third class. There'd be probably seven left, and you know where you're looking at. Okay, well, for my defense, a little bit. I was not the only one eating all those. Okay, <laughs> you guys like too. sweets too. Let's not like Rose. I'm right there with you. Man. Yes, but again, to your point, I have no willpower when it comes to sweets. I have zero. Is and it still I'm gonna, as bad? Oh, yeah, it's terrible. The The good thing is, though, living with my girlfriend is there's not that many around. In college, I, uh, the part of the problem, a big part of the problem was that they were always there. So what you're well, saying yeah, is let's, you just, you kind of like hide it. And so like you'll stop at like a hy gas and then go grab yourself a big monster cookie <laughs> yeah, on the way like home I'm from a, work. A recovering drug addict. <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> out of sight, out of mind helped me a lot then. Well, then let's jump right in. What's your top three? Yeah, top three desserts. Three three to one. So I'm always just going to go cookie. Okay. Chocolate chip. The ones with the frosting. I don't really know what we want to call what those are called. The sugar cookies. Oh, okay. The sugar frosting cookies with the frosting. Cookies. Unbelievable. So those are all? Th- no, just three. cookies. Cookies, any type of cookie, I'm there. Okay. Is, Second, number th- is that your number three? That's my number one. Oh, okay. Oh, so we you're going, going one. You're going one I'm going right straight up. All right. Okay. We're going from the best, right. from the best to worst. Two, brownies. Just a nice, 
steamy brownie. Do you like them gooey or hard? See, no pause. <laughs> pause. <laughs> See, I love a brownie. If you make them, put them in the freezer, get them a little hard. Okay. I am there. Okay. Lastly, shout out, no free shout outs, but ice cream. DQ. Any type of ice cream. Oh. You throw a little, some cookies in there. You throw some Reese's in there. You throw some Oreos in there. Mm-hmm. That's my type of, that's my type of dessert. That's my weakness, Rose. And that's my three. All right, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go honorable mention. Are we going to go one since, since Rose did it? I mean, okay. you act like you've never listened to the pod before, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> number one, uh, and this is a hands down, is a fresh baked apple pie. Interesting. I, and I like the cinnamon on top a little bit. You get a little ice cream on the side. Mm, immaculate. If you uh, hear that gagging sound in the background, that's me throwing up listening to this. Guys, I hate pie. How? It's so gross. Pie you guys is suck. disgusting. Any, any dessert that has fruit You guys act like you're four. Any, any pie. Anytime I think of a pie, I think of that. I, I literally think of the American pie scene. I, oh, yeah. <laughs> you guys act like you're four. I hate any dessert that has fruit in it. Wow, that checks out. Uh, awful. I can't agree. I mean, all right. So number one, apple pie. Number two, I'm gonna have to go with Rose. Those Loft House sugar cookies that that have like the powder on the bottom. You can get the frosting in, you know, yellow, pink. They have orange ones during Halloween. They got the red and green during Christmas. Those things are just different. Come in a pack of twelve. Um, number three, I'm gonna go with. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go with probably. Just in general, like chocolate chip cookies. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. then honorable mention to ice cream just for Steve. Got it. What uh, are you two giggling over about over here? I mean, you guys got so important. Came and let me go ahead, Ben. This is better be absolutely stellar. I'm nitpicking this. <laughs> Number Steve one. Steve was let me laughing hear it. too. Let me hear it. Number one. Let's Number go. one with an absolutely elite, elite dessert. And you're going to need to save some room for this because I believe it's like 1,500 calories right around there. So an Oreo Cupfection from DQ. It's got vanilla, and Steve can probably help me out here. It's got vanilla, brownie, whipped cream. Marshmallow, hot fudge. Marshmallow, hot fudge, and some Sounds like way too much going on. One big brownie. And it's just the right amount of vanilla to chocolate ratio and whipped cream. The whipped cream does help out. Okay. Number two, I'm gonna go. Just, Disgusting. You're on a you're on a date um, with your wife or your girlfriend, and you want to, you know, pick up some just or boyfriend down. Yeah, yeah, we don't discriminate. Or husband, yeah. Um, we you just pick up some nice cold stone, okay? Cold stone. I, I'm just gonna go regular vanilla, just like you, Jake. You get some gummy bears in there, um, Oreos, Kit Kats. Number two, are they or singing for three, you? La, 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 la. They are. Number three, I'm just gonna go with your 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 cookie cake. You know, it's it's original, so we'll we'll uh, we'll go with that. Actually, yeah, that actually, I'm gonna change my number three when I said chocolate chip you can't, cookie. Sorry, no. And when I in. said chocolate chip cookie, I like the cookie cake that comes in the big, huge. That's what I meant. Be a little bit more. Uh, yeah, that's on next me. Time. I mean, I I just was thrown off when we started one to three, so. All right, um, my number one may be biased, but uh, so hold on. Before we, I think we gotta we gotta fill in the listeners. Why why are we calling Steve out for the DQ here, and why where's the bias lie? Let's just a little backstory here. Um, family's been in the DQ business for twenty five years now. 
Shout out. Um, shout, out. <clears throat> shout out, Pops. Um, I'm in with him now um, in the process of taking over, buying him out. So uh, I'll have a couple stores myself. A lot of someday. love for DQ over Just here. Just a big um, DQ guy. Great been around, been around in my whole life, so... So number one, number, yeah. DQ for me is number one. Absolutely. I mean, or just ice cream in general, but mainly Dairy Queen. I mean, like Rose said, Dairy Queen, Dairy Queen, Blizzards, for, uh, Oreo Blizzards, Reese's Blizzards. Shit, I create my own Blizzards. Um, <laughs> just kind of mix and match, mix and match certain stuff. Mixed bag in that cup. I've actually made a Oreo cup faction in a Blizzard into a Blizzard. Dairy Queen, so. if you uh, you know checking out sponsors, so, you know. How do I get that? What do I ask for when I go to the window? <laughs> just, just, just say the, ask for the Stevie special. special. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Steve's um, secret sauce. They'll be like, right up. That'll be sixteen seventy eight. Ice cream's number one for me. Uh, what, like, just a flavor or just straight anything? Uh, blizzards. Okay. Um, like, you can't go wrong with an Oreo Blizzard. I mean, Oreos, Oreos just go well with anything. So. Um, even a, even a twist cone, a good twist cone is mm. solid. Uh, brownies are my number two. I like my brownies warm, gooey, like have to be. hot, fresh mm. out. Yep. Have to be. Not, yep. not like straight out the oven. You know, they've been sitting a little bit. But we're cooling. like where you, when you cut them and then like you're picking them up with the spatula, if you're not careful, they're just going to slide off the spatula. Right, Absolutely. Right. Um, and then number three, cookie cake, man. I mean. Can't with a hint, with a cake. little cup of vanilla ice cream, oh, just the frosting, um, all of it, man. It's just so good. I'm a sweet tooth. It's yeah, I, I can see you're literally over here. Just why I'm fat. I think there, was, there was some there was some drool. <laughs> I might have to stop and get some ice cream. I'm wiping up his seat right now because drooling. Uh, but for me, I, I don't really have the sweet tooth that you four do. I mean, you guys were really invested here. I, just watching you guys you know, melt over it. And it's pretty, pretty funny. But for me, number one, um, I'm going to go with a crumble cookie, but it's the chocolate chip. It's the original. Um, I do like those. I can't, can't really go wrong with that. Um, number two for me is going to just be plain chocolate ice cream, literally nothing else, just legit chocolate ice cream in a bowl, not a cone, no cones, no waffle cones. That is nightmare fuel. Absolutely nothing. I just want a bowl. Patient zero. I just want a bowl (laughs) of chocolate ice cream. And now it can be soft serve or it can be custard. Custard. Nightmare fuel. It is straight. It just has to be plain chocolate. Nothing, no adds, no no whatever Ben adds to his gummies. Absolutely. Kit Kats and sprinkles. If you have chocolate ice cream, just plain, you're dead to me. Will's gonna be 85 rolling through a Dairy Queen drive-through. I'm gonna be the one that get still. A small cup I'm gonna of be chocolate. Yeah, I'm gonna be the one that's still alive when I'm 85 because I don't have the sweet tooth. Y'all are gonna, I'm gonna be burying my friends. <laughs> yeah, but you, you, you counted we lost that. Rose you counted 20 years that ago. With, I'll make sure to put those cup factions in your casket. You, but. Ca- you counted that with the, the Mountain Dews. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, um, and then number three, you, you guys are also gonna hate this. Just give me a plain uh, yellow cake with the chocolate frosting. I don't actually hate that. Yellow I, I low cake. low key love I don't like just yellow a simple cake. yellow cake. Simple yellow cake with chocolate frosting I and vanilla, but I don't hate it. Yeah, that's uh, that's my three plain Janes. I mean, honorable mention for me, kind of going back to what Rose said. I do like brownies. Add a little chocolate chip in there, but I'm I'm gonna throw a little wrench in mine. I like them when they're a day old, covered, and they're room temp. Give me the one not day old. Either. One day old. You guys like you, you brownie lovers? Do you like powdered sugar on your brownies? No, no, no absolutely not. I do not, but I do love a little caramel in them. 
I can yep. get down for that. You know what brownies? Do you do I, chocolate look, chips in your brownies, or you just leave them plain? Plain. Okay. I hate walnut brownies. Well, if you just listen to me, I just said chocolate chips in my brownies. But oh thanks. shit, I, I forgot you were here. You're living in your own walnut world. brownies. All right, boys, we got to vote. Uh, Rose, who are you, who are you picking? See, I liked I liked Ben's list. Okay. I did. All right, that's a Ben list. Ben did have a good list. He was pretty specific. I, Jake gets negative points strictly on the apple pie. Like Jake is completely out of wow. my top. <laughs> you just I get absolutely. That. You might lose your vote for next week for saying that. But listeners on Twitter, help me out here. <laughs> These guys just don't understand the apple pie. Right? My vote. I'm gonna go with Steve. We had the most similar, I would say. So I'm going with Steve for me. So we got one Steve, one Ben. I'm going Ben. Two Ben. I have. Mm. I got to do it. I'm going to go Ben. I'm not going to give him an option. Okay, I'll go Steve just for the hell of it. So that's two wins for old Benny. Two. Ben. Ben. Ben was two. one of my most loyal customers. <laughs> that's <laughs> such a lie. <laughs> I, I was loyal because you wouldn't, uh, you know. Make you pay, yeah. Yeah. I, was not gonna, I, I wasn't going <laughs> to put that on the it. air, but um, <laughs> Steve Sr. just had a heart attack. <laughs> oh, he lost a whole bunch of. Uh, he forty dollars. Forty dollars. Thousands with how much you visited. To wrap to wrap this up, we all clearly need to go on a diet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, guys. Um, Mr. Rose, thanks for thanks for coming on the pod. Yeah, appreciate I hope it, you Rose. had fun. What, what, you know, what are your thoughts? Yeah, boys, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. I obviously I'm used to doing this, so it really wasn't much different for me. A little just, different with the microphone. Yeah, but just talking shop. Yeah, it. I mean I'm pretty used to it. It's just like another day. It's a regular regular Wednesday for your boy. Well, we appreciate you hopping on. Uh, definitely want to make this maybe a, a recurring type deal, yeah, but we'll absolutely. see. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what the viewers say. <laughs> you might be you might be exiled after yeah, this. Yeah, one. Let, <laughs> let us know on Twitter what you guys think of Rose. Is, <laughs> is he here forever? Or is he is he one and done? Just let us know. Um, be honest. And you listeners, um, if there's any topics you guys want us, want us to discuss, whether it's sports-related, non-sports-related, or you have a category for us to debate, um, you know, shoot us, a, shoot us a message, let us know, and we'll, we'll be sure to throw it in the pod. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're always looking for new ideas. Like, we, we love this category at the end, so feel free to shoot us some categories. Category ideas are awesome. Let us know if you're going to be riding any of the, the Express plays or the pod play this week. We want to see what, what you're putting your money towards. A um, few, few housekeeping things, and then we'll wrap it up. Um, might have an Insta on, on the – might be coming. Uh, we, we had a request for an Instagram, kind of see the process. You know, everyone trusts the process. Um, two, remember to follow at 515 Express Pod on Twitter. Retweet, like. Um, you know, all that helps get us out, get us more. Um, and the last thing, uh, with the guest and adding more guests, um, the audio may be a little off. Um, we're getting another mic. We're going to get that fixed. But, yeah, that's the end. That's stop three, boys. Absolutely. All aboard. Peace.